the digital nightmares where one lucky host gets to choose their nightmare my name is max and i am joined by eric hey jasmine hello and dan hello and i, I got it right this time i didn't skip over everyone's introductions <laughs> yeah i um, noticed that so i'm feeling pretty proud of myself i'm i think it's quite the accomplishment because like i'm like i've been like traveling basically all day like to get back to like my apartment <laughs> so i'm a little tired but what about you guys how are you guys doing good pretty good right. good eric how hot is, has it is... been up by you guys hot what hot, hot? that's not hot it's extremely hot here actually it's, it's so hot it's so hot the the yeah like they have to take off the one layer there are many layers in alberta Hey, I don't live in Alberta, and we it's like 22 <laughs> degrees here. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, good Good times, though. Um, but basically, Digital Nightmares is a dating game for horror games. So basically, every time, um, this time our, our chooser will be Eric. Uh, but every time, he'll be playing like the person that would be the uh, the one looking for some dates, and instead of dates, he's getting uh, scary games to spook him late at night. Um, and one each one of us will present a horror game suggestion, and if that suggestion's game gets picked by Eric this time, um, that person will get a point. And at the end of the year, whoever has the most points uh, will get a uh, a game of their choosing that they can make us all play. And we'll do an episode on that to begin the next season of Digital Nightmares. But other than that, uh, we don't really have any other news uh, as far as big games coming out. A um, couple things that just came out recently. I know Remnant 2, um, uh, which fans of the first one seem to like, though it's a little mixed from what I could tell. That was the biggest thing I've seen so far. Um, and nothing really big as far as horror goes for the rest of the month. Um, but to well, start us off, to decide game did come out. What game? Oh, well, yes, I should. Me- y- yes, sorry, not a really spooky there. one. A really, really spooky, spooky one. one. One that we've been terrified of in the past. Mm-hmm. Eric, do you want to utter its name? I'm too scared. Pikmin Four. <laughs> oh wow! You probably well, played well, it more well, out of all of us, mm-hmm. Max. So I'd love to hear what you have to say about it later. Yes, I'm. I'm gonna go into all the spooky details. Um, it's gonna be terrifying. And you know, put your extra uh, um, underwear on so you don't like pee your pants or anything when I'm just describing <laughs> it or anything like that. Why would you want extra um, underwear for that? <laughs> dual protection. Dual protection. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So get ready. But to decide the order that we're gonna pitch our games into, Eric, we're gonna do a little challenge first. And since I'm really creative. Um, and I just ate some pizza. We're gonna find the the scariest pizza you've ever eaten. Scary pizza stories. Scary pizza restaurants. Anything in that in that vein. And um, Eric will have to choose which story or pizza was the scariest. Um, so we can just go with that. Are you guys gonna make me go again? I'm gonna expect some um, yes. pretty fast bear level. <laughs> Uh, pizza stories here, so be ready. Okay. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I, I always come up with these challenges, and I never know what to say. 
Um, well, I'm happy to ask Dan if he wants to go first. Do you want to go first, Dan? Oh no, Max can have it. All right, I'll let it, I'll <laughs> Max have it. I thought I'd give you give you a fair shot, guys. All right, all right. Give me Congrats, give me one Max. second. I mean, I'm thinking back into my mind palace about. Yeah, I'm also going pizza. through my my pizza memories. I can regale uh, a, a kind of gross memory. pizza story that I've had. I went to an American diner in our hometown. Mm-hmm. That does twenty-four hour serving and lots a huge range of uh, you know American fare to Mexican fare to Italian food apparently. Um, went in for a late night pizza with the gang. We ordered it and it, what came to our table was a little less than what I thought pizza might be. The crust was warm, <laughs> but incredibly dry and flaky, like it was about to break apart. But the sauce on top was like a solid cake layer of what I could only describe as like dried out sauce or maybe even like dried sun-dried <laughs> tomatoes. Oh, it was leathery. Like the air exposed. And cold. Like... And oh. we brought the pizza up to our lips with a very small amount of cheese in sight. We um, were greeted by, yeah, like a cold or at least like lukewarm, like okay. you oh, know, spongy God. top. And then this flavor of vomit. Or something incredibly acidic and slightly, you know, off in our mouths. Oh, Uh, needless to say, we did not finish our pizza and instead finished coffees (laughs) and then left. Um, Of course, this is Max's favorite diner in town, Ma Fisher's. If any Milwaukee, any uh, (laughs) locals know, Uh, and they have the best food. Um, Perhaps not at midnight, and perhaps not pizzas. (laughs) Pizzas, not really, but like their breakfast stuff is pretty good. Like it's 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 it, it does the job. Um. Okay, for me, I I think I'd definitely say th- there were there was a time when my parents, when I was living with my parents, like there were all these there were a number of good pizza places around us, and then suddenly we just we just started going to this terrible pizza place. Like they kept ordering this pizza that was like it literally was like Jack's Pizza. It was like they were serving Jack's Pizza, except like you know upcharging it by like a hundred percent, and it was just like you know like cardboard crust the sauce was like i don't know like you just dumped a bunch of like uh, chef boyardee on it 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 was terrible the cheese felt like you know like lunchroom pizza and we were just stuck eating this pizza over and over again and i hated it i'm gonna be like i finally was just to interrupt quick it sounds a lot like every other place that we had that serves pizza around us for some reason we don't have a very high (laughs) high pizza no i i I would well i mean i i think there are definitely some places where i was like the pizza's pretty good i mean like there was another place that had like new york style pizza near us there was another place that had more of like a um detroit or um uh, is it new New Haven pizza, um, and like they had that kind of pizza, and I was like, it was th- those were good. I don't know why we kept going to this one that was like just terrible, but it it was kind of like a nightmare situation where it just kept going and going until I finally <laughs> was like, please stop getting this pizza. Let's go get a different pizza. What kind of spooky um, so favor do you think your parents got for going to that pizza place? Did they have coupons or some you know eerie connection to the owners? You know, I've n- we I went there to eat there in the restaurant too, and oh, you ate I, at I the just pizza don't. Place. I've ate at the place too, and it it was fine. I don't know. It was like in a strip mall next to the library, <laughs> um, but it, I don't know. Just something about having to eat food, uh, like especially food that's like takeout, over and over again, 
It's like it's like when, when you get made pork chops again and again and again. And it's just like <laughs> I actually know this pain. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like I don't want pork chops. Please stop. Um and and, and it's just like a pain that, that grows and grows like a little splinter. Uh, but anyways, that's my spooky pizza story. <laughs> Very spooky, spooky Max. Max. Yes, I, it's, I, it's I, not. Ah, oh God, I don't want to guess what it is, but I feel like I could guess what it is. So I'm gonna leave it. I'll leave it be. I'll leave our local legends to ourselves. Ooh, you have to tell me after the podcast. All right. Um, do you want to go next? Uh, Jazz, since Dan was so happy and gracious to let Max take the first leap. <laughs> so gracious. Uh, I. Can we say that calzones are like a part of pizza? Yeah, definitely. You Those know, it's weird in, in New York. <laughs> Uh, well, they're, they're kind of different, but they call them like pizza rolls. It's yeah, but like I've never heard that before. I I always heard like because they're essentially calzones, but they're just like small calzones, and they call them pizza rolls. And I'm like, I'm just thinking about pizza rolls when they say pizza rolls. And I was like, <laughs> are you selling me like a bag of pizza rolls? Yeah, like, pizza what, rolls to me is, is like the thing that stays in the back of your freezer. Yeah, the little yeah. <laughs> yeah. volcanic bites. Yeah. Covered in ice. <laughs> God. Freezer burn. Okay, yeah. so regarding calzones, uh, I was on my break at work, and I went and got a calzone. And I'm eating it, and it's like, I don't know, it was like all uh, all meat. All I don't meat. know what the flavor is called. <laughs> the whole thing was made of meat. You were just eating The whole like thing a- was that meat. That is actually pretty scary. Uh- well okay so anyways i'm eating it and something suddenly doesn't taste like pepperoni or sausage um it's actually a little bit perfumey um Um, i'm like chewing it it's like not chewing and out from my mouth i pulled a used band-aid oh no that's horrific Yes, it was horrific. Um, like I had really chewed it too. Um, anyways, and then like you you couldn't tell if it was like a blood spot or if it was just like pizza sauce yeah. that was on it. So oh, yeah, I'm like pretty traumatized, and I go back to the restaurant. I was like, dude, there is a freaking band aid in my food, and they're just like, you want another one? <laughs> Did you take another one? <laughs> yeah, I definitely want no. Another one. <laughs> Maybe another another pizza or another band aid. Yeah. <laughs> they give you a, bo- they give you a box scared. of band-aids <laughs> dude i was like in a state of shock but yeah that that's my pizza horror story I mean, that, that makes about sense i like calzones but man like i feel like i only see calzone businesses go out of business and then get replaced by another calzone business in the same spot <laughs> well a, because they're dropping band-aids and like the, hidden yeah. treasures they mm-hmm. must be a front for something who knows they're giving away too many band-aids. <laughs> that one yeah. was pretty horrific, I'm not going to lie. From food safety and just general appetite standpoints, that's like a Junji Ito band-aid, except maybe if the band-aid just kept coming out of your mouth like a long tape. Oh, oh dude. Yeah, no, it was like still in the roll. But oh, I just, I God. can't like tell you how perfumey it tasted. And then just like not knowing if that was blood on it or not was like, oh, oh God. God. I, I feel like from hearing all of you guys like describe these stories, I I like must just live like a very like charmed life because like I I don't have any any like horrific stories really. I think you're just and very it's just safe, like Max. You you play it safe a lot yeah. of the time, which is yeah, not bad. Yeah. You just you gotta get you out there and eat some band aids sometimes though. Yeah, yeah I gotta eat yeah. some band aids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I should knock on wood for that because I just said that. 
Okay. Yeah, it we're was gonna, terrible. We're gonna what check Max's 16 Band-Aid feast next week. <laughs> no. Every restaurant he goes to has a food safety warning put in the window as he's eating his dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I did have that yeah. recently, where like one of my favorite cafes went from having an A to an F all of a sudden. Oh, and Oh boy, and they're like, please stick with us through our closure. We'll be back in a bit. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't even want to know what would drop your score so drastically. Oh rats. god. It's a hundred percent I got I got after the podcast, you gotta drop these names because I'm like I'm curious. The local deets, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that one's rats. They're doing construction and rats are coming out of the sewers. Oh, that, that would do it. That would do it. That'll do it. All right. Sorry, Dan. Uh, I want to hear your spooky pizza calzone paisano story now. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, all right. If I'm being honest, my, my scary pizza repository doesn't go very deep. But the one thing I can think of also involves calzones and also involves a strip mall. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I, don't, like, I don't know if it's a strip mall. You know, like just five... Or six commercial businesses strung together. I'd count that as strip mall. Yeah, like yeah. not a nice, not a great looking place. Uh, this place right beside my work. There's only like two places to eat right beside my work because it's really far from everything. And there's also a pizza place, which I always try to go to, like when I go mm -hmm. on break, and it's always closed, like at 10 a.m., at 6 p.m., at 10 p.m. I always go and it's always closed. <laughs> and I was starting to think it was shut down and then the other day a while ago I was walking past and the lights were pretty much off but I tried the door and it was open and also by the way their hours say they're open from like 9am to 9pm they just never are so I went I'm in there scared. it was spooky it was dark <sighs> there were like there was like a modern art style pile of chairs in the center of the room just like a pointy pile <laughs> stacked up towards the ceiling <laughs> What? And I was like, is this place just shut down or like did I should I not be in here? And then I started to leave and this lady like pokes her head out from the counter behind. Like a middle-aged maybe a 40-year-old Italian woman and she's like, "Oh, hi." Super confused that I was in there and I was like, "Oh, hi. I just wanted to get a slice of pizza, but I can go." And she was like, "Uh," oh. and she came around the counter and she looked like I was the first person who ever walked in there and she was like, "Uh, we don't have any." But I guess I could make your calzone <laughs> question mark. And I was oh like, okay, gosh. sure. And she went in back and like made a calzone. Um it took like half an hour. I, I don't know if she imagine. went out the back and like bought ingredients or something. But like half an hour later she came out and I sat in like the one chair in the corner with no table <laughs> and ate the calzone. Oh my God. Which was, was it uh, good? it was decent. It was pretty good. Nice. I'm telling okay. you, that, front, that is man. a yeah. That's a front. That's gotta be that's a front. Yeah. Then I left, and I'm 100 percent sure, like, it's a front from selling drugs out the back or like something. Absolutely. And I never went back in there, even though it's right beside my work. <laughs> I'm just, just a, a mediocre uh, drug money calzone. It was just like uh, she seemed more surprised just, yeah, than right. I was that I was in there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that she just agreed to make it. Still though. Yeah. But it was like, she said it in a way that, like, if you walked into your friend's house and you were like, do you have anything to eat? And she was like, uh, I, get, I, I guess. guess I could find something for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was bring your the way own you're describing this, though, this I'm just imagining it like, it's like, a, have you guys ever been to, like, a theater, like, a black box theater or something? Mm -mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, mm -hmm. It's like a dark room that's, like, got, like, tall ceilings. And uh, it, it's closed off. It's kind of like, um, anyways, I'm just imagining like you walking into that 
that's the pizza restaurant. There's a bunch of chairs in the middle. Everything is like covered in dust. There, there's like a, a door that someone, she like stuck her head out of the door. And it's it like, oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> I think she just forgot to lock the door. That could have been. Yeah. That would do it. Like it was an That's off so day. funny. Or even yeah. not open yet. That may, Seems might like every day is an off day. <laughs> well, you know, if he's coming in for lunch, like you said, right? Yeah. Maybe they don't do the lunch. Either way, an abandoned pizza restaurant with a ghostly chef, a band-aid and bloodied gore fest of a calzone, <laughs> or Max's mediocre jack pizza <laughs> at a Wisconsin eatery next to the library. <laughs> <laughs> um, every time I, it's yeah. a very difficult decision but i'm gonna rate jazz's as the first the gore fest the the, the thriller that it was no that's tension, pretty good yeah, yeah that's nightmarish um i knew this would pay off then, somehow uh then dan's shanghai pizza experience in which he wasn't sure if he was going to be swept away as he sat down on the chair Mm-hmm. Um, Very true. And then Max's uh, local pizza to me, which is just normal pizza day for me. So unfortunately, Max didn't win many points there. <laughs> normal, yeah. uh, uh, nor- mediocre pizza. Isn't mediocre pizza the worst though? It's it is it's the worse. Worst. Yeah, I agree. It is. Dive bar pizza just kind of rates as a dive bar pizza, in my opinion. I guess. I guess. Well, you know, locals be locals. Either way, I'm excited to hear what games you brought for me today, considering the riveting nature of your pizza stories. So thank you for sharing. Yes. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Jasmine's going first. I'll, I'll time you, Jasmine. Thank you. Every day is the same. Wake up, go to work, go to sleep. There's nothing do- new to do, no new messages on the phone. It's when you're alone that the memories of the past start to fester like an open wound. The horrors of solitude can feed on the decayed like a fungus. This is a short horror game heavily inspired by the Silent Hill series. It is third person with fixed camera angles and tank controls. There is no combat, but you'll be exploring your apartment as it begins to rot alongside yourself. Graphics are PS1 style, very, very Silent Hill-esque. The sound is crisp and clear. It does a great job of making you feel isolated and alone. The game takes about 15 minutes, and there is a fairly big choice to make halfway through that will determine which ending you get. And this is a slow burn horror. Even though you'll wish there was a run button, there isn't. Sometimes the scariest demons are your own. And Finn. Woo! Oh, that sounded exciting. It's uh, condensed. <laughs> it's condensed. All right, sounds good. So we're looking at a PS- uh, Silent Hill 2-esque, you said, just to make sure. Uh no, just like Silent Hill one. Silent Hill one esque, uh, and not Silent Hill the Room esque, um, PS one style horror. Well, oh Silent Hill the Room. Yes, we could. It we does could sound really... like well, Silent Hill the Room. The the graphics are like Silent Hill, but there is, like your apartment plays an importance. Okay, perfect. And then um, we're looking at. Well, I, I like the overall little story. You're you're saying all the right words. I'm trying to think of what questions I might have. We're not looking at combat mechanics at all? No. No combat. Exploration. I mean, it's a shorter game. All right. Are we looking mm-hmm. at, like, really good sound staging? I think so. I mean, it's definitely got that PS1 
sort of sound like you're not gonna you're not how do i describe this de- like you know in the original silent hill like there's that really nice footstep noise yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so it's That's like crisp. that and then there's a crunch in you kind of oh yeah yeah, yeah. Or, or when they're just you, having you like a it against hard the marble. surface oh yeah yeah the, yeah the marble the marble sound the click <laughs> and, and i mean as things are happening the sound does a really good job of making you feel scared Mm. nice and then can i ask one more question because i get through your uh, i kind of get through right i think <laughs> what's yes. your job you're saying i'm going to work what's my job if i'm going to work and i'm going home pizza <laughs> is not pizza it this kind of game it's not disclosed what the job is but that's because it's you ah okay that makes sense wait does it all right it's you it's you. I'm the job. Not you're not the job. You were the job the whole <laughs> time. Th- we were the job all along. <laughs> all right, that's good. Like it is you in the apartment. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I'm excited to hear. I'm a, that one sounds like right up my alley. I kind of want to know what it is already. Uh, you guys have any questions? <laughs> uh, uh, nope, nothing. No. I could have one more if you're allowed, if I'm allowed. Um, does the game take place mostly at day or at night? Um, it mostly takes place in the morning before your job and then at night after you come back. Ooh, that's cool. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Welcome. All right. That's Jazz's game down. Short and sweet and to the point. What do you have for me today, Dan? Okay, I have a brief little summary here. After three long years of searching for his missing wife, Carolyn, Michael Benson is at his wit's end. Just as he is about to throw in the towel and end his search, he receives an anonymous tip on his answering machine. The caller claims to have seen Carolyn in Hell, a strangely named town in the boondocks of New England. With little else to go on, Michael sets out for Hell. Could his wife really be there? So Eric, I hope you like Silent Hill because this game is heavily inspired yeah, by Silent Hill. Yeah, I was just thinking. Heavily inspired by Silent Hill. All right, oh, sounds okay. about right. As you guys know, oh. I've only played like forty minutes of Silent Hill, but even I noticed, and then all the comments and everything were like, "Oh, Silent Hill, Silent right? Hill, Silent Hill." Um, oh my god! So your character is voice acted, and uh, mm-hmm. like in the theme oh. of Silent Hill, he'll sometimes pull out like a little Polaroid of his maybe dead wife and be oh, like Carolyn. Nice. I'm going to find you in this godforsaken <laughs> place and all that kind of stuff. Ooh, exciting. Uh, you got some PS1 looking visuals. I don't think anybody <laughs> else has that. Um, so you like low, low poly look and everything. Visuals. Everything's pretty dark as well and spooky looking. All right. Uh, it's stylized in black and white and it has pretty good Ooh. atmospheric sounds, which I wrote down before you asked about sounds for the record. Ooh, good, good catch. Uh, there's also music occasionally, and uh, there are cutscenes which come with like voice acting, music, and all that. That is pretty good. Uh, some short puzzles that you can involving keys and that kind of thing to progress forward. A lot of secrets that can be collected and explored as you make your way through the uh, unsettling town. You go through an abandoned hospitals, other areas. Ooh. Like a uh, minor spoiler, I went into like this little corner that's not super obviously accessible. And found a little hidden sewer area with weird stuff going on down there. A little Lost in think... Vivo action. All right. I don't think like you have so to. Good. You know, it's just a little mystery <laughs> place. 
Uh, you can collect things. There's some plants that you can find hidden around in different areas. You can pick up quarters that you can use to call people when you mm-hmm. find payphones on the map. You've got an inventory that you can pull up. Uh, say the game is like two hours long, more or less, Ooh. depending on how much you collect. So, yeah, very classic indie investigate your dead wife in a strange town type of game. Well, I love dead wives. I love investigations. <laughs> I hope so. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt the end of your spiel there. Sure. No, no, that was it. Perfect. All right, I'm going to crack into questions because you're saying the right words. You're saying New England. You're saying (laughs) mystery (laughs) horror. I'm getting Lovecraft vibes. I'm getting, you know, like detective agency vibes. You said black and white, right? Yeah. So is your character a a detective? Uh, I guess I'll learn about this in the game. Um, But there's actually like mystery elements in there are you are there other npcs in the game uh there are like minimally though they're not a big part like they don't follow you around or anything okay but you're like maybe talking to people yeah sometimes Ooh, cool um the mechanics you've listed out are really neat so um and you haven't beat it so i can't ask about certain things i guess but i'd like to say um does it have what time period does the game take place in? Uh, I hadn't really thought about it, but I guess it's mostly Polaroids and payphones, so like maybe the eighties. Ooh, cool! I'm excited for that kind of time period in games. Um, and then I want to ask about. Oh, I had one more thing I was gonna say. Uh, the, is there like you're saying it's spooky and that my wife is missing is there like a, a lovecraftian or kind of eldritch vibe going on since we're talking about new new england or new hampshire i i can't remember where you said but it's the east coast are we talking more like eldritch vibes or are we talking more like murder on the loose vibes i didn't even realize that new england was like a a buzzword for you oh sorry <laughs> oh i didn't know but there is <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'd am i say maybe halfway through, and there have been uh, some inhuman elements. Some inhuman. things not of this world. All right, that sounds very exciting. I'll leave my, uh, I'll leave my story there then. What do you, or my questions there then? What do you guys think? I have questions. Is it the same game? Uh, <laughs> is, is it first person? It is. Is there platform? And... <laughs> no. No, but you can jump. <laughs> say no. Ooh, oh, jump. Shit, that's, that's big. Shit. That's a big point. feature. That is huge. A huge um, feature. Is there any combat? Uh, no. No combat. And Eric, you missed this one, but what is the color palette? Ooh, that's a classic yes, that's Eric a classic. question. I th- he said black and white. Yeah, you missed that oh, one. Oh, right. <laughs> You know, actually, I was so focused on thinking it that this reminded me of Silent Hill 2. That was like, is it <laughs> all like sad water worldy? <laughs> no, no. I think it's. I guess, right? Black and white. Black and white. That is the color palette. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll piggyback off of that, though. I think that you asked the right kind of question. You said it's PS1, but is it like rasterized? Is there like a rasterization or like dimpling effect, kind of like a comic book? Or is it more like pure, mm. kind of chunky VHS horror? Uh, let me just look up rasterized to make sure I'm thinking of the right thing. <laughs> it's kind of like comics where they've like done lots of dots to make the color and they overlap the dots. Um, the game 
was made out of pixels on my screen, which reflected onto my eyes. <laughs> okay, so good. All right, I'm not gonna worry about it. Thank you. Uh, what no, do you good. think, Max? Do you guys have an no idea question. what it could be? No idea. No. Damn. Dan always pulls something up from itch that I'm like I've never Dude. heard of. Dude. So, like, I'm like yeah. And I've, I'm like shocked because I seriously spent so much time looking. I didn't find anything that cool. I mean, yours <laughs> sounds very really similar cool to yours. Too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's no. funny. Both of your recommendations sound like Silent Hill 2, Silent Hill 4. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery, your wife is missing. Just one's first person, one's third person. Yeah, that's yeah. so funny. So, Max, are you picking Silent Hill 3 or Silent Hill 1? Or The Room. I'm really looking for The Room, my favorite Silent Hill <laughs> game. All right. Okay, so I have a couple words to start off Nordic, Swedish. Ooh. Nintendo Ooh. Switch. <laughs> so this is a cinematic platformer in the vein of Inside and Limbo. So it's dark with like a fairy tale esque sort of atmosphere and story. You play as a young boy who attempts to rescue his kidnapped sister after um, they uh, escape from their, um, not escape, but they kind of journey out late at night and they end up falling into this. Uh, other world kind of Alice in Wonderland style where they are small and there's giants and all sorts of little creatures and fairies and um, creepy guys too. And it's like just a really great one of these. I mean, like if you've played Limbo or Inside, you kind of know the basic deal of it. Um, the only difference that I'd say with this one is that it's from a third person perspective. Uh, but it's mostly like moving through the environment, solving simple puzzles, taking in the atmosphere. Um, and this one actually has quite a few boss fights too, which I thought actually um, worked nicely to um, break up the game. And a lot of them are very tense. Um, just because I know Eric's going to ask it, the sound is, I, I would say, um, it, it draws on some classical influences, a lot of ambient um, sounds from like nature sounds, uh, you know, birds tweeting, that sort of thing. It also has a, um, uh, a, a, a very famous classical piece used in the final boss. I, I won't spoil it because it kind of gives away the name. It's Hall of the but, Mountain. Um, That's what I was going to guess. <laughs> <laughs> definitely Maybe. couldn't be that. No yeah, way. No, definitely is. couldn't be that. Nothing. Sorry, continue, man. No way. Yeah, have you guys been peeking at my... At me? <laughs> Oh my that's god. That's the only like that's the best classical boss music music. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Literally about the um, king. All right, continue. But anyways, uh so yeah, and the, and the look of the game, it's got a kind of photorealistic look, but um it, it's very um well, what's the best word to put it? Lots of bloom, so it's like really bright and um green and it's just beautiful to look at a lot of times you, you you'll have these nice sections after a tense moment when you're running away from some giants or whatever and it's just you can walk out into this like verdant green field with a bunch of grass swaying and flowers and there's even some cute little gnomes you mess with which um i haven't seen gnomes in in represent like this quite in in a game before Ooh, they are, are they very cute, notes? almost Pikmin-like. Um, <laughs> and I think someone's... Are you saying that I'm almost out of time? Uh, no, but you are almost out of time. Okay. Um, and it, it's a fun thing, and you should play it in the... There's running? 
<laughs> is there jumping? Oh, it's platformer, right? Okay. There's a, there's some jumping. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so exciting and so good. What the fuck, Max? You yeah, Max, you just like brought out a machine gun. What the hell? <laughs> uh, so how long to beat on your game, Max? Um, I would say six hours. Ooh, six hours. Good amount of time. Um, are you, you're saying switch. So is it, is it, uh, what's the fidelity like on our, our game here? So, um, I would not play it on PC cause your PC is going to be a potato. Um, but it would work well. I, I, I would say work best probably on PS4, but you could try switch. I did, was looking at a review and they did say that the switchboard as it was originally released, wasn't very good, but they, um, said there's a, a, a patch coming. I don't know if it already came or not, so you might want to look into that if you are curious about the Switch version. But I know you like you like playing things at lower frame rates. It's so. fun. What is wrong with that? Come on now. So so you're you're welcome to try that. Um, yeah, but I think it looked pretty on any uh, resolution or any uh, device you can play it on. It's a very is striking the story look. sweet and sad. Is it gonna pull on your? Is it pulling on your emotional heartstrings? Yeah, it's it's dark. Um, so, so it's Ooh. like limbo. It's kind of dark, but I think it definitely, you know, ends, and it can it will leave you content. Oh God, Max, this sounds so good. All right, I'll leave the other two to ask some questions real quick. I love how Max wrote a list of all of Eric's yes. favorite things and then found just checking a game. off the boxes. <laughs> Just and then like starts to spiel Nordic with games. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, oh, perfect. What can I? What can I expect from Max? I will hold him to that list, though. I'm gonna hold him to the inaccuracies. If he's like, yeah, there's gnomes, but they're actually not gnomes. There's something different. He's gonna get a talking to. And if he talks about the get... Swedish and it's anything but Swedish, oh boy, is he gonna get raked over the coals. So I'll leave that one to you, Max. <laughs> Max wouldn't risk it. I'm, 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 I'm not lying. No, there's, there's no. There, this is how it's, it's, um, it's been described in, in my experience playing it. So, all right. Mm. He's just not admitting he searched like Swedish horror Swedish games. Swedish yeah. I'm not, I'm not admitting. <laughs> I just created this whole game just for Eric. Max went out, hired an indie game studio, made the game five made years game. ago. Yeah, in preparation for this. Exactly. <laughs> I have a question. Mm -hmm. What would you say is the balance between like fighting and platforming in this? Um, I mean, the platforming kind of works similar to in uh, a Naughty Dog game. So like uh, with a little bit more risk. I mean, it's not as as much as like paint by numbers or whatever. You know, it's kind of like there is some platforming and puzzle solving, but it, it's it's more to kind of, you know, give you something to do while you take in that atmosphere and, the, and then the... Mm. The um the action scenes are I, I would say the action scenes actually work like a normal like um two uh, D boss battle three D boss battle that sort of thing um so like it's oftentimes you you're exploiting a couple weaknesses you do kind of have like a weapon of sorts it's like a rock you throw it's like a light thing it's a little hard to describe rock but light. like it, it it um does have some pretty satisfying boss battles that can be pretty tense. The boss battle with classical like, music does Mega Man right. vibes. I, yeah, and yeah. I should also mention this is another game I played all the way through. Um, 
Whoa, and shit. I probably could have done it even faster than I did, but I was kind of holding back. I was like, I want to savor this a little bit. Ooh. Holy high praise. Next, you're going to say you're going to want to play it again. <laughs> um, I would definitely be willing to like jump in. I don't know if I'd go all the way to the end, but I, I would. Well, if you chose this, I'd definitely probably jump in a little bit and, and uh, refresh myself on it. Ooh. All right. Sounds really cool. Oh, man, you guys have all come out swinging today. Um, Jasmine's is incredibly intriguing because it's actually pulling on my heartstrings and some interest. And it's, I think what you've left to um, my imagination, Jazz, I've started to fill in, which is quite exciting. Um, and it makes me almost want to choose that one. Dan has come out strong with a mono, like a, like a what is it? Um, uh, uh, oh, my God, a monochrome Black game. and white black and yeah. white game with all of these somewhat in-depth mechanics that last for about two hours and have kind of this mystery and maybe horror, maybe spooky element involved that I'm quite excited over. I, I can imagine that like kind of the grainy graininess of that PS1 horror, just like yours, Jazz, that I'm almost craving. And then for sure, Max, yours just kind of knocks it out of the park in sort of in terms of <laughs> interesting points. So it's, ugh, God, it's so tough. I want to hear what you guys have to say now that you've heard each other's. What are your arguments as to why one is better than the other or what you think you have to offer, if that's fair to say? Well, you know what I feel like? Have you ever had a freezer burnt a hamburger, like no-name brand? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like maybe not even barbecued. Maybe it was like thrown in the microwave or something. That's how I feel compared to like Max's and Dash no, games. They sound so good, like the Gordon Ramsay of burgers. <laughs> if anything, I feel like Max's game... Is that like a, an okay, a decent restaurant where you can get an okay <gasps> meal? Whoa! And, <laughs> and mine are served by the same guy, like out the back beside the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so harsh on yourself. No. All right, but it's well, like a really nice dumpster. Yeah. Damn. And also, the person goes like, "Uh, I could make you a calzone if you want." I can make you a calzone. We're going to a calzone restaurant, and these are the three experiences I get. And then you trip <laughs> over the, the pile of chairs and they all fall down on you. Oh, my. Yes. All right. Well, then, um, I'm going to give you a special treat this week, I think, because although I'm going to say, Max, your game is very intriguing and I'm going to give that one my main star shout out. Because I'm in, unemployed for the next week, all three of you are going to get full playthroughs of your games because I have the time <laughs> to burn, which means that I think I'm going to give an an extra bonus point and an extra stealing point, if that's all right with you guys, to whoever so really you... wins my heart. Wow, this has only been done done once before. I feel like Eric always <laughs> always is changing up the, the the history here. Okay, so how what would you like twist. to do this? I think I'd like to give you your full point, Max, for making okay. the game the one that I chose and the one that I was interested in. All right. And then I want to bring in that kind of bonus point that we've had in the past because I'm going to suspect that... Oh, hold on. I didn't even get to do this part. I don't think any of you guys brought me stinkers. None of you guys brought me actual non-horror games. So Frog detective. Well, this um, is a question that we have to ask. So I'm going to say none of you brought me non-horror games. So there you go. Ruin the challenge yeah, okay. the right there. All, right. All of you brought me real horror games or at least real spooky games. Are you sure? Is that true? I 100% think that's true. All right. What do you think, Max? Um, well, that's true for me. That's true for you. You brought me a spooky game. I did. And what about you guys? 
I also brought a spooky. <laughs> oh, that was like a long pause. There. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for Dad to go. Just first. wanted to put some suspense in it. A real suspense. Yeah. <laughs> now Jasmine. Because mine was also a spooky game. <laughs> oh. Ah, and see, Jazz is the only one I was worried about trying to throw one over my eyes. I feel like Jazz, you could have had your revenge on me. Dude, you'll never know. You'll never know when it's actually me. When it's actually ready to be happy. I'm waiting. You're waiting, waiting. patiently waiting. Mm-hmm. Well, well yeah, then. I guess we could do that. We could throw off, throw up a up uh, a. Uh, uh, well, let's see how. Well, we it's just the first time in forever I've had the time to burn. So what I'd like to let's do see. is give you guys like um, like points accordingly or something like that, according to what I actually ended up finding out. We can use this as kind of science for the future of the podcast because we're always playing one game. And then reviewing that game. And I think that's what we'll do. But I'm going to bring in my, my swingers for the other games and kind of put you guys on the spot. You're bringing your thoughts. Okay. I'll think over how exactly we should do that on the scoreboard. That's um, fine. But um, You guys know like in Mario Party when someone lands on like a battle a battle spot yes. and then the music gets all intense. That's how I feel right now. That's what's happening. <laughs> it's a battle spot. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. I mean, I would be willing to do what we could do. I mean, here's what I would suggest is if if you're in that point where you're kind of unsure or you just want to try all of them, you you can basically uh, either keep my point where it is or you can give it to one of the other ones if it ends up being that those impress you more. All right. So I hope you like uh, freezer burnt hamburger calcium things. All right, so uh, we can talk reveal our games now. Yes, I'd like to hear um, what they actually are. <laughs> so um, mine is, um, uh, I was very scared for a second there because you guys almost said it. It's Bramble the Mountain King. That's what it's called. <laughs> you were the Mountain King. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, have you guys been watching? Oh, me? no, <laughs> he knows what it is. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh yes, Ooh, this game. Spoopy. I have heard of this game. So this one just came out a couple months ago. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm gonna um, rate you for ac- like accuracy, Max. Here, Max. I'm gonna rate you for accuracy for sure. Now, yeah, I'm not Swedish, so I can't say I do know the developer is Swedish. Um, but I'm not Swedish, so I don't know all of the uh, ins and outs of the lore or whatever. Like, what's you know, legitimate or whatever, and what's you know cobbled together or whatever. But I'm I'm going by what the marketing said. This looks cool. I'm looking <laughs> at a cool. yeah. I'm looking at a I the troll or what was it gnome maybe. If it's big, it's a troll. Yeah, I'm looking mm-hmm. at a pretty creepy looking troll man. With the hair. Uh, mine yeah, like he's, a flowery he's crown. actually. He's he's, oh, okay. he's he's nice. That he's sounds nice. like a that sounds like a troll, if you ask me. Doesn't that almost look like a scene from Attack on Titans, like when well, Aaron? So you said like... that this originally came oh, the out on guy, the Switch, yeah. and it was like rough, but then it came out again, and now it's okay. Um. So basically, it, it released all this um on all platforms, basically. Um. But the uh, the the Switch port, I can actually see if it actually was switched. Let me see. Switched. Okay, I might have stopped listening for a second. I was imagining it like limboy or like a like That's a left to right too. type of side scroller type of deal. So it's it's a third person version of that basically. So it's like it's pretty linear. So there's not and, and there's a, a set path you're going on. 
and it, it, like uh, Limbo or Inside or in any of those kind of games in that uh, cinematic platformer genre, um, it's oftentimes you'll have like long moments where you're kind of taking in the atmosphere, you're walking through it. it um, you, you know, it's almost like a, I don't know, the best way to describe it, I guess, is almost like music where it's like, it's kind of like you're seeing it happen, you're playing through it. There's There's still puzzles and things to interact with, but a lot of it is, also just these moments in between the action that's like so important to this genre i'd say and also like that realistic movement mm. that you get with those kind of things so it's like you're not like you're not mario you're not going woo 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 no wahoos yeah, no no wahoos. <laughs> um so you're, you're telling like, me this is the gta um, yeah nordic horror game this, this is a your GTA grandmother's Nordic, Nordic horror game. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Exactly, exactly. Um, I'll have to see yeah. how many references I really get. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'll be in- there's there are a lot of like uh, stories that pop up that you can find in it and mm-hmm. like little Easter eggs. Yeah, I'm sorry to say Max really kind of called it out on this one. Uh, in terms of, I am not. Well, I have to say, some of this game, I'm I'm gonna immediately come out and say, some of it looks like it's made in um, what's it called? That dreams. That uh, uh, the PS4, PS5 yeah. game making thing. Yeah, yeah that it kind of really? looks a little bit like dreams, which is not bad. It's just interesting. I think I think it was made in Unreal, but uh, I mean, they could have had some influence from it. I know it just it's, it's the kind of effect that they have on everything that washes everything out and makes everything a little painterly. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I've just been dream. seeing it. This this main um, I I know it's a great to describe things in like a a podcast medium through visual uh, it's like visual things in a podcast medium. But this main um, cover art they have here with the trees with the arms extending up is perfect. It's mm-hmm. just amazing. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I'll share it. Honestly, there. one of the prettiest sections you'll see is uh, there's a picture of it, but it's in a in a lake or pond oh um when you're jumping on these lily pads and there's a big evil guy in the background oh. um, <laughs> and that's that, that probably is one of the most stunning like sections like visually that in the in the game well i'm excited we'll see how it goes um i'll try it out and switch take that risk yeah you're welcome to i i don't know if there's a, a demo if you want to try that first but yeah you can try it on switch it will probably run better on ps4 but um I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> All right, I'll take I'll take that one on. Are you guys going to be able to play it? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, Switch, PS4, it's on everything. Um, PC it might be it's a, a little demanding, but like not crazy. Ooh. All right, we'll see then. <laughs> what do we got from you today, Dan? My game was called Concludes. Like oh, Concludes, I've actually heard of that. It is a Concludes, yeah, yeah, it's a Steam game. Uh, Not I don't just. have any any shocking twists or anything, but it is what it sounded like. I'll post a link. Why haven't I heard about this? I've heard this name before. Yes, and I recognize oh. the game a little bit. There you go. This does look pretty spooky. And there's it's a rasterized, I think. Ooh, well, is it rasterized? <laughs> I, I yeah, from what Eric was saying, I'm like, it looks like it kind of is. It's crazy. It's more Grainy, it's grainy. But, the yeah. green is good. I like the green. Sorry, I was actually thinking from what you described, I started my brain just went like Dick Tracy, like New England detective. <laughs> which I'm not complaining uh, about. This looks good. It's oh, like damn. A... You brought three fucking good games this time. 
Holy shit. Well, uh... Well, wait. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't see Jasmine's. So it, could, uh, it could look like a uh, potato or something. Let's <laughs> see um, what you brought to the table, Jazz. I'd love to hear. It's called Decay by Mixteeg because I have to say the name because there's like 20,000 games on itch called Decay. (laughs) (laughs) Decay by Mixteeg. Yeah. Mixteeg? Why do you sound so apprehensive about it now? (laughs) Oh, oh, I like this too though. I've been on this page before. (laughs) 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 Mixteeg? The itchio barrel. I recognize like okay, one so, gif on, on the, the itch page. Oh, but I I'm like just, this character so much. The face and everything. So, why, so what happened? Just send me the link. I can't find it. It's, it's, in, it's in link. Discord. Oh. Oh, okay, there it is. Max never looks. So <laughs> what happened was oh, I spent a really long time looking for a game. And I had this list of games that I played. And this was the last one on the list that I actually ended up enjoying. Mm-hmm. But like compared to hearing about your guys' ears, does sound a lot better. <laughs> no, don't say. No, that. this seems good. No. I think this I almost picked this, this for the podcast once, but then I didn't have time to play it. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, I actually like how cute the character model is. It's, it's, yeah, really he's like real cute. It, it's me impress myself upon it. It's just a little guy. Just a little guy. Oh, yeah, nothing the spooky there. Everything about this looks great. I like the colors a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Excellent. Beige. Well, it's only 15 minutes, so. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like a perfect thing to put head to head against the other games. Uh. All right. <laughs> Don't worry, man. Don't worry. Man. <laughs> you know, you know, in in uh, Resident Evil games, you can unlock the hand uh, hand cannon, which is like this unlimited magnum, which is like mm. Max's game today. But sometimes you still feel like using the like starter handgun, right? It's not <laughs> it's a like, starter that's my handgun. game. <laughs> sometimes you feel like using the knife. Yeah, the kitchen knife. <laughs> the kitchen yeah. Knife. The boot knife. Boot knife. True. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for bringing three great games. I'm excited to play them. Like I said, I have time this week, so it should it should be possible. Um, yes. And we'll see which one be- wins out. All right. Um, so. Um, we can go over the scoreboard real quick. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's looking at me with four points, although that could change next week. Um, Jasmine with two points, Dan with two points, and Eric with three points. Um, so we'll have to see who. who uh, whoa, whoa sorry. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa. The pizza is haunting whoa. you. The pizza's haunting me. I'm I'm doing great. Um, but uh, <laughs> now we can move on to what else we have been playing. So, what else have we been playing, guys, or watching? Well, 
I've been watching someone play Pikmin 4, and I gotta say, it's, <gasps> it's been quite an interesting game, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty spooky, too. Yeah, a bit spooky, but, it, you know, they, they've, I think, have done a really good job not to delve into that right away, but I'll, I'll give you the floor here in a sec, but I enjoy all the characterization and stuff that's going on. Um, I really enjoy the, the, the three or four different, like, modes that you're do switching between, be it, like, the caving mode or the night mm -hmm. defense more mode or the Denduri mode. So all of those uh, look really Dude, I just did the nighttime mode and I was like kind of terrified actually. I was like you were terrified? that's not going to be that scary. And then I was like, "Oh my god, these guys are going to eat all my Pikmin They're and eat my my, my hill thing." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear what you have to say about it then. I I think might actually be a little bit beyond you then. I've been watching someone play. Yeah, I I just got to the night section and I'm like I I thought you were joking, Eric. There are actually are some terrifying things in Pikmin, like the fact that you are like dragging the enemy corpses to your energy thing to suck Harvest out them. their energy. Yeah, which is I don't kind of brutal. Um, and then you're also like, um, if you leave Pikmin behind, you watch as they get devoured by these creatures, and it's like literally feels like it's like it's like Vietnam. Sounds so dark. Choppers. <laughs> The choppers yeah. go off up, and and then the the pigmen are running for their lives to try to catch them. And then it, this cutscene plays every time you leave any pigmen behind. And, <laughs> and, I can't and believe you're leaving they, so many pigmen behind, Max. What the hell? I've only I've only done it twice because it literally was like terrifying. Like, <laughs> they could have done reinforcement. <laughs> yes. Um. But uh, yeah, it, it's incredibly cute at the same time. So that makes it less scary. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> well, you have a puppy um, now that you get to walk around Yes, the around dog with. is so cute. And, and you can, when you whistle with the puppy to gather up the Pikmin, his little ears flap up and down, and it's so cute. Oh my god, um, he's so <laughs> fucking cute. Yes, it, and, and it's just like pretty to look at too. I mean, speaking of, it, 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 um, it kind of actually reminds me a little bit of Bramble. Uh, the, the look to it. It's got this photorealistic kind of look with like all these little like you're in someone's backyard basically well, it's, um, it's that really yeah, pleasing it's... feel of being like a little thing in a big world and being able to interact mm -hmm. with all these objects you know? yeah and picking a, and just like optimizing things you know sending pikmin to do this and this and this. and from talking to um someone else who's been playing a lot of pikmin um or who, who's very experienced with the pikmin world they've been they were kind of filling me in that like a lot of the stuff in this one is really streamlined um what was in the other game so so many nice features that just can um make getting through levels just a lot easier and like get you to the fun part which is just micromanaging the, those pikmin and getting them to do what you need them to do oh, yeah so like if you've bounced off previous some uh pikmin games like i mean at least from my perspective it seems like this kind of fixes a lot of the problems that previous pikmin games to have yeah, clunkiness and the likelihood that you're going to, like, lose stuff or, you know, miss inputs or that kind of thing. Uh, my mm -hmm. biggest support of Pikmin is the fact that it's, like, a very awesome kind of puzzle-solving game in which you're almost in, like, an open world trying to solve a puzzle oh, yeah. with a very limited number of pieces and resources, and you're trying to do it all at once. And this game yeah. adds, like I said, just adds all these different, like, t more or less a tower defense mode, an exploration or dungeon mode. And then a normal overworld Pikmin game, just the way you're used to it. So there's a lot of depth here as well, in case you're looking to do different things. Yeah, I think the dungeons were in the original and the games, but um, yeah, well, basically are, yeah. each but... you have one like 
each day um you can uh you have a certain amount of time to explore uh an area and you can kind of choose where to go um and you unlock them over time and dungeons don't really take any time away so you can spend as much time as you'd like in there but anytime in like the overworld where you're collecting treasures and stuff um or just more items and things you can use that takes time and it gives you like a limit of how much you can spend each, each day yeah, well, I'm Pikmin, excited though. to hear more from your Pikmin experience. I don't know if you guys want to play Pikmin now, but it's a good game. I'm a purple Pikmin. <laughs> I do kind of want to try Pikmin. It's fun. It's really like chill too. I need to get yeah. my hands on. I'm pretty uh, sure Wii it's U, definitely right? Switch. Oh, yeah, whatever. Well, right <laughs> Wii U, <laughs> well, Nintendo, Pikmin Three on the, yeah, on, the, on the Game Boy. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely, in terms, for you guys, if you have this in your life, it's such a nice game to be able to, like, watch. I'm watching my partner play it, but just being able to be in the same room as somebody who's doing it and just kind of, like, watch along. It's a very pleasing game to watch, let alone Oh, yeah, play. and the sounds are nice, too. Yeah, like, like it, <laughs> all your little people like make all their own little sounds, and, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of, like, visual, visually pleasing stuff on the screen, if I can say it like that. You just, like, looking at the pretty mm -hmm. colors. Yeah. Yes, they're all these different colors. Well, then you kind of can, at least for me, I'm like able to participate in that puzzle solving as well. And that kind of like, oh, mm. watch out on your left. I'm helping out in the night modes because I'm watching the map while they're fighting different little uh, um, night bugs that are coming in or the night monsters that are coming in. That are terrifying. <laughs> that are terrifying, <laughs> according to Max. <laughs> like, it's definitely uh, stressful. I, I, my partner is stressed as hell. <laughs> Yeah, the, there are some moments that are, but for the most part, it's fairly, fairly nice. Um, yeah, so I've been playing that too. Uh, I was also playing, um, so I replayed Oxenfree, the sort of, uh, uh, like, I guess you could call it a walking simulator. It's a, a choices matter might be a better way to put it um, about, you know, supernatural stuff you're like teenagers going to a town on the in the pacific northwest um and then the really interesting thing about it to begin with was or with the first game was um all of the uh dialogue uh had options so there were so many options and it was so reactive to what you were saying so you could have realistic conversations um and they just came out with the second one um a couple like a week or two ago and I, I, so after Playing, replaying through the first one i've been playing through oxen free 2 and i can say like a lot of the things issues little issues with the first game were have been fixed like um little dialogue issues like if, you, if you're you know choosing a dialogue option it won't cut off like it did in the first game so like just like pikmin 4 there's a lot of like little um, connect uh, little quality of life changes and a lot of improvements that way. Also, I think you move a little faster. Um, but the studio also has made a couple other games that kind of have a similar gameplay mode to Oxenfree. But um, this is probably the first one since Oxenfree that I'd say that really succeeds in the same way that Oxenfree did. So definitely, I think if you enjoyed Oxenfree, Pick up Oxen Free too. I wouldn't even say after playing through the first one, I'm like, you might want to just not play through the first one, um, even if you hadn't played it before, because they're kind of connected, kind of not. Um, but like, it will go over a lot of the same information, so it's not like you're gonna be missing anything. 
Um, and you can have a nice little supernatural fun time with it. It's about six hours. Um, and it's a little bit more open than Oxenfree was. So, yeah, it, it, it's a fun time with interesting characters, um, some good, nice voice acting, and it, it's, it's a, a, a nice spooky time. I mean, that sounds interesting, to say the least. Um, from what I know, it's kind of alien-related, right? Maybe? Kind of, yeah. Like, there's, like, this, basically this kind of eldritch supernatural element to it where there was a bunch of people that are... Okay, I don't want to give away too much because it is such a... Again, it's so much about the story. It's just supernatural stuff. If you like um, kind of like... Um, uh, like an Alan Wake kind of feel, or Ooh. a Life is Strange kind of feel to it. It's kind of, it's kind of meshing those two ideas together. And I love together. Life is Strange. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's that's Oxen Free too, and it's called Lost Signals, and it's I, I think again like on like everything. So, yeah. Alrighty, sounds very cool. I was gonna try to do like an alien at the, you know, the U.S. Senate building sort of thing where they have an alien panel time but i'll just say if for all you alien lovers out there that are feeling like you're being validated go check it out and not, <laughs> go check it out i don't know if you guys paid attention to that at all but i added in it's like a recent event that was kind of sp- interesting it's not something about aliens yeah. aliens are here and they're coming no. for us exactly and the u.s government mm-hmm. confirmed it yeah yeah no, they said non-human elements which just means that there's dogs and spaceships they've found <laughs> alien dogs. Yeah, alien dogs. Ooh. No, but I, God, if 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 you're out of the loop, there was a U.S. Senate hearing, or was it a, con- a U.S. House hearing? Some sort of committee meeting on um the release of information relating to UAPs. Um, and for those who are somewhat interested in the subject, um, it was a relatively uneventful meeting in which a lot of people said, "Yeah, there's stuff that we've seen." It'd be better if the government was good at reporting and had channels for this. And that's kind of where I think it's going to end up, is they're going to create internal channels for voicing concerns about things they see because of what happened with all the balloons recently. Mm. And um, we'll, we'll probably leave it off of that. And then there was one crazy dude there who was like, yeah, people have definitely told me that we saw dog, like, you know, non-alien, non-human things in, in spaceships. Well, that's what people are saying. As I've heard as an expla- explanation, which of course could be, you know, whatever, but non-human can mean a lot of stuff including <laughs> something that this guy inventively or creatively kind of took to mean something else so i find that stuff interesting it I'm oh interested it's super to see what happens mm-hmm. i hope i try yeah. to stay very realistic about it um yeah okay what about you two guys sorry yeah not to go off on a tangent <laughs> well aliens aliens <laughs> well i'm a huge mass effect fan so um i love aliens but dan do you want to go first uh yeah i don't have a whole lot i can't remember i think this is new since last episode but i finished uh resident evil oh you finished it yeah it was really good um i finished it and i was the last like uh 400 hours i was like damn this game never ends <laughs> not in a bad way though. <laughs> i just kept being surprised like okay i'm at the ending and then a whole new area opens up but then when it really did end and the credits rolled i was like oh when you're riding out that, uh, on that jet ski. Yeah. And I was kind of sad it was over, and I, I started a little bit of a like New Game Plus playthrough. Oh, my God. I'm so happy right now. But I think I'm probably going to move on to... Uh, Pikmin we- 4. 
Yeah, don't, the natural. Don't continue that. Next step. I think I'll try to find whichever is the next best one to jump into from the series. From Res? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of hard starting with the newer one and going back. But if you liked that one, I would r- recommend trying Resident Evil 2 Remake. Oh, is there a Yeah. Well, yes. there's a 2 Remake just because the older ones I don't think you're going to like. Just because you didn't like Silent Hill 2. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. yeah. I'd say 2 Remake at this or, point as well. or 8 or 7. Well, eight and yeah, eight and seven are just like first person, so that's that's the difference there. But they're the same engine and everything. I do yeah. prefer. First I feel like you'd person. like eight. I think you'd yeah, like eight's eight pretty too. good. Eight's got maybe a I'll good try progression. Eight. Yeah, maybe I'll jump forward. Or well, what was that racist seven, one that I'm supposed to avoid? Five. Five. Yeah, no, five. I was going to tell you, you should be just but wait, wait for five. seven. We should be excited for five. I can't wait to see what they do with five. If and when they Me remake too. it, I if mean, I'll probably it. play it. <laughs> I mean, we but could... actually start with seven because it goes into eight. Yeah, I kind true. of forgot about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Though they, they actually kind of catch you up on a bit in seven. Ugh. I don't yeah, know. Is it blasphemous probably... to I mean, say let's... that you could watch like a playthrough to get seven? Oh, really? Mm. I don't want to be But I mean, rude. seven? I think seven. Well, you'll have to see if you like seven because seven's a little different than um, eight. Yeah, because what you're liking about four, I think eight does a good job yeah. doing in a first yeah. person style. But seven mm. definitely is like an interesting story. It's not bad by any means. Yeah, I'm just uh, afraid of like going too hiding. far back, the, like to ones that maybe haven't aged so well. You know. Mm. I you think as long the... as you stay within the RE engine, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Right. The modern. You could also engine. say with, go with the Revelation series to Revelations. Revelations. Yeah. Revelations is a whole. Revelations. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole different can of worms. That's a whole different yeah. can of worms. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> sure, yeah, go see, ahead, Max. I'll see where I land anyway. But yeah. uh, <laughs> apart from that, not much gaming, not much watching. Not much oh, that doing. sounds exciting, to say the least. Yeah. I'm glad that That's you cool. enjoyed it so much. Yeah, I'm a fan. Me too. <gasps> Excellent. Ooh. Eric is never going to play it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't bought it. Or, or wait, do we ha- own it? I don't know if we own it. I haven't played it yet. I mean, to be fair, I'm probably never going to play it either, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really sad, because I love RE4, but it's one of those ones where I, I definitely need to plug my head into playing it then. Um, yeah. Well, my birthday's in December, so you have until then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I promise. There you go. I already Perfect. played it once, so I'm not going to play it again. I, I will play whoa, RE5 whoa, whoa. co-op with you guys when they add that. That's going to be super exciting. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> With the potential RE5, yeah. Well, RE5's got real co-op in it. It's definitely a yes, game that would true. be fun to play together. But I feel like they have to remake Code Veronica before 5. Oh, yeah, think, I, yeah. That's, I would prefer that. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, so so I've just here. been... What have you been up to, Jazz? Yeah. I, well, I've been pretty much just waiting for Boulder's Gate 3 to come out, but uh... um, I did... A long time ago, we played a game on this podcast called Love Sam, and I've mentioned mm-hmm. that there was an update that, uh, like, redid it essentially. Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did play that, and, and it's pretty good. Like, it's it's still the same story and everything, but they cut out a lot of those really annoying parts that we all hated together. Uh, probably have to um, hide behind red things. Yeah. So now <laughs> that's just one short section. That's a lot easier. Yeah. Um and and there's like some newer scary parts that maybe I just didn't remember, but 
Uh, they did also cut out some of the things that I liked. Like, I don't know if you remember, but in the diary, you could kind of uh, make some choices. I don't know how significant they were, but they cut that out. Oh, mm. Yeah, I kind of remember yeah. that being a good part. Sad. Yeah, but uh, it was good. I, well, made my sister play it in the dark, and then at a part, she just, like, threw me the controller, was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess That's I'm, I'm going to do this. That's good right there. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, she's always been like that. Like, she'll she'll play horror games, but then always make me do the boss fights. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Boss fights are the worst part. <laughs> They're so scary. So stressful. But yeah, that, that's all for me. Nice. Um, well, if that's it, then... Oh, I, I, I can throw in... I've been reading an, a, good, a good series. Oh, yeah. Is this, a, a, is this series. a reading podcast? Nope. Sorry. Never mind, sir. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can continue. No, I've been reading. Just uh, in terms of stuff that I'm reading, we we went and got a bunch more manga, and um, a really good one that uh, we found was called and spooky one is called the Summer Hikaru Died. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking oh, yeah, to Jazz a bit about before this, yeah. but um, it's a spooky one. It's definitely an off-putting and spooky one. It puts you at. It makes you uneasy because it. It is like um a it is set up as like a a straight romance or at least like not straight romance but it's set up as like a romance. Um, in a small mountain town in Japan. Um, but almost immediately you find that the 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 two best friends maybe lovers, one of them who disappeared for six months is clearly not who they used to be. The same. Is not alive mm. anymore. Again, the the, the the kind of played out by the title, but the summer Hikaru died um, kind of makes it clear as to what happened. So He died. Uh, he died. Um, and But there's someone here who's um, pretending to be him. And that's the story. It is eerie to say the least, um, off-putting, but also beautiful, like well-rendered. Um, and definitely the mystery is something that makes me want to continue reading it gives off um kind of again because it's a small mountain town with eerie stuff going on all the time it kind of gives off twin peaks vibes um to say the least like you're you got your main characters and there's something that's gone wrong there but nobody's really addressing or they're not able to you're not figuring out what actually happened between those two and instead you're like running into all these people in town who are all weird or different or different things are happening and people keep dying um (laughs) due to strange spiritual circumstances and clearly our main characters are involved somehow um but you're only getting that from an outside like news report perspective um again similar to also like i'd say p4 or persona 4 um in terms of like you get like the the, there's a killer or something going on so very good um definitely worth a read and it's a new series so something you can follow along with if you like serialized content um i'm excited to see where it goes yeah i'm gonna be reading it too yeah, that was that was what was it called? Uh, Love Hikari or the, the summer I, Hikaru died. He, I don't know where I got that You're one. Mixing uh, it up yeah. with yeah. Love Sam. Uh, <laughs> chikari, yeah, it's um, yeah, I guess to go with that too. Uh, I'd also recommend if you like horror manga, um, uh, Shuzu Oshimi. I'm probably saying that wrong, uh, but he did uh, Flowers of Evil, uh, and um, he has recently been doing. Um, mug called uh, blood on the tracks it's a yes. pretty pretty interesting one if you like um like um good night poon poon it's kind of hitting similar vibes 
except it's more horror-esque. Um, but, yep. Other than that, we will see you guys next time. So you can like and share the pod. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify um, or your app of choice. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DigiNightPod. And our next episode should be on August 7th. Um, other than that, see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Toodles. Bye.